This is a, this is new. This is fun. <laughs> Let's do this for right now. Yeah. Uh, welcome everyone to Casa Lie. At this point, I just hope we're live. I don't even like ask if everything's going okay anymore. I'm just like I'm just over here hoping and praying, I guess. But welcome everyone to Casa Live. Uh, we have some some guests today that we'll be bringing in a little bit later after we get through our legislative rundown. But before we get to any of those things. Kristen, hey, how are you? Good, really good. Um, been busy. I'm, I'm covered in glitter. It seems like I can't get rid of it after working on Christmas decorations all week. <laughs> it's like everything's got glitter. Glitter is everywhere. just like a life amplifier. Like everything's just better with glitter. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, so I've been busy doing that. Check out my Facebook page. I posted pictures of the house. I think it looks cool. Um, so I've been very crafty this year. Uh, we just got buried under about seven inches, more inches of snow, which is always fun, but that's kind of par for the course is winter up in the North woods, up North, We're up, up North, north. <laughs> but yeah, just getting ready for the holidays and, um, yeah, just how ready do you feel for the holidays? Um, pretty good. We got all the outdoor decorations up, some on the inside. We have not picked up our tree yet. We're going to, we decided we're going to do a live tree this year. So we're going to do that tomorrow. Um, pick up the tree. And I got all the Christmas shopping done a couple weeks ago, believe it or not, just with all the stuff about the uh, shipping issues, I decided uh, I was going to get them done as early as possible. So those are all on hand. I just have to get them wrapped, which is the thing I hate. <laughs> I hate wrapping presents. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm, not yeah, I'm awful at it. Like I am, I am the, uh, the go buy the bag and tissue paper guy. Like that's me. I will spend so much money on gift bags and tissue paper. It's so much cheaper and affordable just to, to wrap presents with wrapping paper. But no, no. I like boxes that are pre-printed. Those are nice, but I never buy yeah. them. And I just, I throw like the cheap bag uh ribbons on top of i mean i'm a mom oh, sure i mean yeah. why they're going to be all ripped apart anyhow i watch all these shows <laughs> on youtube and they're showing how to put like these beautiful cloth ribbons and all this beautiful expensive sure. wrapping paper and you know these uh they'll tuck a little sprig of greenery in there and i'm like screw you <laughs> slap on a sticky <laughs> plastics because <laughs> you're just gonna tear it apart anyhow. oh yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, it is a it was a long running tradition at my grandparents' house who are who are, have both passed uh, at this point. But for years, when I was a kid, Christmas Eve is when we used to do Christmas at my grandparents' house, and we had a long running tradition of after everybody opened their presents, we would all have a a wrapping paper ball fight in the living room. <laughs> so like wrapping paper balls just across the living room, out into the kitchen. Aww, like we would dive behind the sofas and the chairs, and like it it was intense. You guys, it was that intense. So, so horrible. Yeah, so you definitely don't waste money on those presents because everybody in that family knew. Like most people would just wrap with like the Sunday comics, you know, <laughs> because they knew what was coming. They knew where it was going. I remember doing it as a kid using the Sunday comics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Alex, hey, how are you? Doing good. I'm, I'm in a similar weather pattern as you. Windy and cold. We got some rain, but... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's weird up here. It's pretty um, warm right now down here. It's like almost sixty. Yeah, it's supposed to perk up here. I think we're in the forties right oh. now. Um, wow. 
but uh, with regard to Christmas festivities, I suck at getting prepared for Christmas. I, I, I just don't. Uh, my wife will be taking care of the minimal decorations that we have. Um, but, uh, you know, for you, you would you would appreciate uh, putting some extra effort into wrapping presents for me because I meticulously take the wrapping paper off and leave it in oh. one solid piece. I don't know where <laughs> I picked this up, but I've been doing it since I was a small child. And Do you reuse it? No, I, I, I so don't. All this effort I don't know where I picked this up, but as, since I have been a since I was a small child, this is how I unwrap presents. I don't rip the paper off. I would oh, no. like I go for the tape and I I get the tape off and I unfold the corners and you get a big sheet of the wrapping. You get the wrapping paper back. But there's there's no like end like, benefit to all of this extra effort. Yeah, no, Personal I don't care. satisfaction. Oh, okay. For, for me, it was like, it, since I was a small child, I there is this acknowledgement that someone has put the effort into wrapping this up nicely, and I'm not just going to obliterate it. I will carefully take it apart. And so Christmas mornings when I was a kid at our house always used to take a lot of extra time because I'm careful about unwrapping things. And I think at one point when I was a kid, my dad was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, just, <laughs> just take it off. Just yeah, that would be me. We're not going to use it again. And I'm like, yeah, but no. So <laughs> look at this, Alex, compassionate, a man for the people <laughs> since he was a young child, just always thoughtful. Yeah, my mom yeah. thought I was either going to be uh, a lawyer, no, a politician or a used car salesman. You're close. <laughs> I'm somewhere. <laughs> You're somewhere in between both of those things. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, weather here today has just been super windy, rainy. Uh, not a whole lot going on here otherwise. It's been like my first full week, you know, kind of in winter work mode as opposed to regular season stuff. So I've had a lot of time off, which is just amazing. Can I just take a moment and say how amazing it is? It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> I think that's it, though, uh, for us with the with the hey, how are you's and the such as. So if everybody is ready, Alex, are you ready? I'm ready. Viewers at home, are you ready? <laughs> I, I'm not actually going to get an answer from you, but I think we're ready. Let's do some legislation. All right, Captain, what do you got for us this week? What do we need to know? Keep our ears and eyes on. So this is a relatively easy one, uh, which is good. You know, we're coming up at the end of the year, and um, and I, I I think it's appropriate that we maybe get a slight breather. That's that's not the case. There's still tons of stuff out there. I'm sure that we're not picking up, but um, most people have probably heard the news uh, about our federal excise tax on uh, nicotine here in the United States, um, in that uh, it is. Uh, being removed from the Build Back Better funding bill, uh, and uh, so this 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 all came about. Uh, you know, we've had, of course, uh, Senator Joe Manchin and Senator Kirsten Cinema uh, have been open about their opposition to this tax, uh, and we picked up a few more um, supporters here, uh, notably uh, Catherine Cortez Masto, Senator from. Uh, uh, Nevada uh, came out and uh, was. Let's see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get to our engagement here, um, and uh, was 
featured in a Wall Street Journal article about uh, the tax and her opposition to it. Uh, I've, of course, added this to um, our engagement. So if you want to read it, if you have a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, here is the article. I'm sure there are other uh, news outlets that are covering this. Um, but uh, Cortez Masto is, is number three here, who sort of publicly said she's opposed to this, specifically to this tax, um, because it, oh, I do have a subscription to Wall Street Journal, so you're getting this free content very quickly. Hopefully they don't uh, cancel me. <laughs> um, if they do, I did not pay my subscription dues anymore. Um, so uh, anyway, um, don't worry, so, Alex, yeah. the community won't cancel you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> just um, Wall Street Journal. <laughs> just the Wall Street Journal, um, which would be weird because they're the Wall Street Journal. They're a little right-leaning, right? -leaning, right? Um, so uh, we still have our engagement <laughs> up. Uh, obviously, there are still plenty of senators who don't get this issue. Uh, and uh, it, it's always appropriate for people to continue reaching out to their officials and educating them about this. Uh, and so uh, certainly not as much pressure is needed uh, to, you know, convince senators to oppose this and, and get this taken out. But um, uh, again, it, it, you know, we're not we're not we're not going to call this until the, all the votes are counted. Um, so and obviously we saw what happened in the House. We thought everything was being taken out and then they put this back in. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it is good news. Uh, certainly that we have a third uh, a third senator who's opposed to this uh, and and it sounds like it's being taken out. So um, we'll just end the week on that good news and see what next week uh, brings. We are expecting a vote on this either at the very end of December, uh, which would be the, the 23rd, uh, or uh, this will go into January. Um, so we're still keeping an eye on this. You can still contact your lawmakers, educate them about this. Uh, and take the opportunity to share your story about switching. And um, that is the positive good news from our federal legislation. Moving right along, uh, Denver, more good news. Uh, Mayor Hancock has vetoed the flavor ban bill. Um, as we noted in our uh, recent update on our engagement, uh, on our call to action, uh, that the veto passed with eight votes. I'm sorry, the, the, the ordinance passed city council with eight votes, uh, which I would call a weak majority. Uh, the council now needs nine votes to override the mayor's veto. So this is still entirely possible that his veto is overridden. Um, so if you are a Denver resident, Denver shop owner, whoever you are living in Denver, uh, still a, a good idea to contact members of the city council, your city council members, uh, and, and urge them to reject uh, or vote no on the veto override. Um, I, you know, there has been a tremendous amount of pressure placed on Mayor Hancock uh, and, and members of the city council to get this done. Um, but, uh, you know, folks, uh, you know, people living in Denver certainly uh, made the point that this, this negatively affects the businesses, it negatively affects, of course, people's ability to access these products and quit smoking. So uh, so all this would take really is uh, some really good back backdoor conversations to get one more person on board. And potentially that that would that could be it for overriding this veto. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it's happening. I'm sure that, you know, any holdouts or anybody who was maybe a little uh, iffy on voting no on the ordinance uh, is, I'm sure, certainly getting some extra pressure over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it is Saturday, tomorrow is Sunday, people are supposed to be off and whatnot. But if you live in Denver, keep sending messages, keep making phone calls all the way up until the, the, the meeting on Monday night. Uh, so this is coming back for a, a veto override vote on Monday, uh, and, and we, we want that to fail. So any, uh, any contacts people in Denver can make uh, will be very helpful. Um, so uh, specifically, uh, uh, Council Member Paul Cashman and uh, Jolon Clark, uh, those two, I think, could probably use a little bit of support uh, in, in, in opposing uh, any veto override um, and, and opposing the flavor ban. So uh, that is kind of the active legislation here in the United States. Uh, very quickly, uh, I, I wanted to um, note that, you know, certainly we saw the news out of New Zealand um, and the uh, policies that are being implemented there uh, this was launched on Thursday, the 9th, and um, essentially what this is, is kind of, it's a bit like what FDA proposed back in 2017, which was this strategy of making cigarettes very unattractive, very inaccessible, um, and lowering nicotine content, while at the same time allowing for vapor products to be sold. Um and uh, you know the discussion here is if you're going to take away cigarettes you have to give people a place to land uh, and fda sort of uh, highlighted that uh, in the conversation about banning menthol cigarettes um, and so uh, you know we've well just to, to kind of get to some of the key policy points here um, this involves this new policy in new zealand involves uh, reducing the nicotine content in cigarettes uh, and th- an interesting thing here is banning filtered cigarettes, um, which I, I think is interesting. Um, and I, I think there are some other, uh, re- there are other restrictions on product design measures, which are, are intended, you know, product design makes the product more uh, appealing or accessible, however you want to look at that. Um, and of course, reducing the addictiveness of, of cigarettes. Uh, at the same time, uh, I, I don't know how far the the New Zealand Health Department will go to promote vaping. I think we've seen some things out of New Zealand where they are actually promoting vaping, um, and uh, so that, that's that's the general that's the general vibe of this whole thing. Um, in addition to these restrictions on on cigarettes. Uh, they'll be uh, restricting tobacco retailers. To me, this sounds a lot like what we've seen here in uh, New York City, for example, uh, other places where density requirements are uh, being implemented. Uh, for example, no more than, you know, like 15 licenses will be issued uh, or they'll gradually, you know, you've got to, you live in a town where there's 50 tobacco dealer licenses uh, and as those expire, no new licenses will be created. Um, or, you know, straight up like New York City did, we're just going to slash the number of licenses available, um, and, and that's that. Um, so uh, that will be another component of this. And I don't know. Oh, here we go. This is, uh, this is the webpage for people who are interested. We're going to come back and talk about this next week. 
I just kind of wanted quickly give an overview of uh, what's going on and, uh, you know, show folks that you can check this out if you want. Um, uh, I am not going to mispronounce this name, uh, but Aotearoa, uh, oh man, I'm bad at this. There's, there's too many vowels in this. Um, anyway, New Zealand. Aotearoa? <laughs> That's my that's my one shot at it. I think you did an excellent job. Ao Teroa. <laughs> if, if anybody wants to to spell that out phonetically in chat, we'll we'll try our best yeah. there too. I, yeah. don't, I can't read those either. Um, anyway, um, so all of that to say, uh, this is a thing. There are, um, uh, I think, varying takes on this. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, there's there's the debate between is this prohibition? Is this not? Um, and, and we'll come back next week and I think give our, our, our individual takes on this and, and do a deep dive on it um, so we can give this some more attention. Uh, and of course, with, a, with a, an eye to whether or not something like this is appropriate here in the U.S. Um, and so with so come that, back next week. <laughs> yeah, come back next week. We'll be here. Yeah, I definitely uh, want to talk about uh, this kind of policy, not only in New Zealand, uh, but just kind of broadly, you know like what, what we, what we think uh, about this policy. And like you said, whether it would be something that's possible here, what that would look like here. Yeah. yeah. We'll get in a deep dive into that next week. There just wasn't yeah, time this sure. week. So. Yeah. And so that's that, that's the legislative rundown. That's today. the legislative rundown. Fantastic. All right. Well, so we don't, we don't actually have like a special guest bumper. We don't no, I was saying that they're part of our deep dive into we the. Do, we don't have a special. I, we need to get Danielle. <laughs> uh, so we're just gonna we're just gonna do this. So that's where we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, I do want to mention, it's it, there's gonna be two podcasts available. There's always two podcasts available, but this was a very visual stream today. We highlighted a lot of stuff visually on the site. So if you're gonna tune in and listen to the podcast, um, which I'm sorry that I'm saying this at the very end of this show, because you, if you are listening to the podcast, you just went through all the frustration of having to listen to us discuss visual things. Um, but yeah, tune into the actual live, uh, the replay, which is available on, on Facebook, on YouTube and on Twitter, uh, and all the links will be available below. So if you, you, you make it to this point and you haven't lost your mind yet, and you want to see what exactly we've all discussed today, head over to one of those three and check out the replay for this. Otherwise, like always, there'll be a legislative shorthand, uh, rundown version for everybody on, on the podcast. Um, and if you have not yet joined CASA, please join CASA. Go join Safer Nicotine Wiki, become a user there, and then also come over to CASA.org and sign up, become a member. It's absolutely free. Uh, there's a, literally a mountain of ways to get involved on this stream, you guys. We've we've laid out a, a whole literal mountain of ways to get involved uh, in, in all of these efforts. So, so please do that. Uh, shout out to Danielle for all of the updated, amazing, cool merch that is on Casa right now. So check out uh, check out the, the merch page. All those links will be available down below uh, on Facebook and on on uh, YouTube and on the podcast. All the links to all the merch, uh, where you can contribute to Casa, how you can join Casa, all that stuff will be right there and available to you guys. I think I think that's it. I think I I think I covered all the bases. I think we've got it. 
So one last time, thank you everybody out there on the interwebs. We will be back next week to take a deeper dive into policies like what's going on in New Zealand right now. Uh, so tune in next week, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. over on that other coast, you know, the other coast. Uh, and, and that's it. That's it for us. So we are out of here. Thank you guys one last time. We will catch you guys next time.